I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I can't believe that you're using a candy called kumquat candy for your throat. <coughs> Actually, I can believe it. Kumquat? 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 Oh, y'all, we're already recording and it's going to be a shit show already. I'm going to ask you not to sing on this episode because if you sing, I will try to sing and then I will falter and then um, I will feel bad about myself. Wow. So you're not allowed to. All right. Well, thank you for making it about you. I appreciate it. You know what? I'm in China. It is about me. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. Okay, y'all, this is already cut out on us one time, so let's see. <laughs> Welcome to Poodle sounds like that child molester <laughs> from the family guy. Hey there, Mosleon. Bring me good news today. We're going to do the very best we can. You know why? I'm still sick, y'all. I'm still in China. I do not have the coronavirus. Please talk about that because everyone is worried. Okay. I don't have the... uh, I have been sick because it's China. Um, And we go through like 11 climate zones. Uh, And this this disease came from when we went on what I affectionately call the train to nowhere. (laughs) And it was... (laughs) It was seven hours. That's when I saw the woman who looked like she was from Tibet with a baby yak. Um, <laughs> and the bitch had sticks in her hair. Really? Yes. 
and I was just like freaked the fuck out. And then I went to the train bathroom, and if you would have seen my face when I opened the door, it was utter horror. Now, we've talked about the bathrooms in China. They're just like a hole in the floor, and you just pee into it. And sometimes people poop into them. I have yet to use a squatter in China. You know, I did not know that until there's my friend did a documentary called Mr. Toilet. And China and India are the two places where people defecate out in the open more than any other country. And I did, I kind of just assumed China would be like Japan. And it is not. Yesterday, yesterday at a rest stop, um, yes, the Chinese have rest stops. <laughs> um, I just walked into a bathroom, rest stop bathroom or truck stop bathroom, and a man just had the door open, just sitting there looking at me. And I was like, do I make eye contact with someone shitting in, onto the floor? He's just, it was very <clears> – <throat> the door was open. They have doors to close. Was he sitting on a to- toilet or was he just squatting? No, he was squatting. You just saw his balls dangling while he was pooping? No, I saw his face. Who would, who would face who – would, who would turn their ass to people? You would want to see who's coming in the bathroom. It only makes sense. Oh, I'm confusing a bathroom with a men's locker room. No, Uh-oh. this was full on. I basically looked him in the eye as he was taking a shit. Oh, it was really, really uncomfortable. If you put me in the in the Clippers locker room <clears throat> or the Houston Rockets, I'd be ass up right when you walked in. I can't talk about these Western things when I'm in China. Speaking of, for all my Chinese friends, Xiong Kuai Lu, Xiong Kuai Lu. Oh God, uh, I think I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. That's it. Which means Happy New Year because it is Chinese New Year. It's our New Year's Eve in China. I'm saying ours because I feel like an honorary Chinese resident because they've given me at least two of their colds. (laughs) And surprisingly, (laughs) no STDs. So have you had sex yet in China? No. Now, granted, I've been very busy and I have been on Grind or something. But... um. I did have an opportunity to do it in Shanghai, but I was too sick. I just – I feel like I would show up at a door and going, <coughs> let's do it. And he would like just shut the door because he's like, I'm not fucking coronavirus over here. Uh, so was the guy cute you could have done it with? You know, I don't really have any standards right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did see I did see a dick pic and I said, Yeah, I'll take it. You just swipe right. <laughs> that bitch with the sticks in her hair, if she pulled out a dong, you'd say, Move the yak, let's I do it. Would <laughs> <laughs> and the baby yak went, nah. <laughs> No, that would be you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Right. I can't y'all I can't make Poodle laugh because he starts hacking. Yeah, let's, I can't do it. let's just jump into this show before let's this is the, no, there's one more podcast before I leave. Motherfucker! Oh, no, basically, we're doing this, and you got to do another podcast in, like, three days. God. We might have to wait so for tough. you to come back before we do that second one. Maybe. Maybe uh, I'll post, like, an episode of Us from Dear Maddie or something. <laughs> so, so it's still Us, but maybe it just <clears throat> won't come out till Wednesday or Thursday. We'll see. Maybe my voice will be back by then, and maybe, uh, and maybe I'll find a rich Chinese businessman. Maybe it's going better <clears throat> already, y'all. For those listening, the last episode we had like literally 
15 different Skype conversations that kept cutting off and I had to edit them together. It's not fun. Anyway, y'all, I'm Maddie and he's Poodle, aka Jake. And this is yeah. uh, this is ninety. Yeah. Oh God, please! It's so racist. <sighs> do you yeah. do you say it that way to people when you're there? Do you go Nihau? Yeah. Yes, Nihau. Yeah. It's it's total. Somebody yeah. somebody said in the Sissy Squad that your pronunciation of something was actually good. <laughs> I have a good ear for languages. Well. Oh, God, please don't. All right. This, y'all, this is 90 Day Fiance. This is Blindsided. And I'm Poodle. Okay. Let's just jump into it. Let's talk about our first Lonely Hearts. Let's talk about Mike and Natalie. Natalie and Mike. Natalie and Michael. Um, uh, So Mike is officially leaving. It looks like. And I feel like he's been leaving for seven episodes, but maybe that's just me. That's a damn truth. I feel like I knew that she was going to get and go with him. I feel like they were leading it on too much. I agree. Um, And I don't think the producers have been fucking around with this couple. Oh, hold on. Someone's knocking my door. I will be right back. I think it's a friend of mine who's been in town. We're going to edit and come (laughs) back in a second. It might be the dick he's finally been looking for. No, wait. Oh, it's my cousin Olga. Jesus. Oh, hold on. My cousin Olga has just... Y'all, she follows me around China. Uh, she was just in Shanghai, where we were, too. Lord. And I, I think she got a little action. I actually thought this was <clears throat> a real person with all the shit that we've been dealing with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and, like, go for a dysentery treatment. And uh, Olga's gonna come in and tell you what she thinks about it. She's our senior uh, Ukrainian-Russian correspondent. All right. All right. Uh, so I'll see you guys in a bit. Hi, Olga. Hello. Olga, forgive Olga's voice. She's a little bit sick. You know, she had, uh, Olga, you actually sound a little more authentic this week. You were talking with, well, Olga, I don't have lots of energy. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot when you're STD ridden in China. Apparently, Olga, I don't know. But, what, but how I did China? watch the episode. You did watch episode, uh, okay? I, uh, China, China full of China full of uh, very helpful people, very helpful men, and very very stupid men who spend lots of money on Ukrainian girls. But I will tell you one thing. <clears throat> I will tell you one anecdote. You ever hear of Shanghai Surprise? It's that you know, it's that movie with uh, Madonna and Sean Penn. Olga also have Shanghai Surprise. Oh, you do? It's nothing like movie. It's nothing like movie at all. What, what is it, Shanghai Surprise, Olga? Let me tell you. So basically, you go to, you go home with, uh, we go to a hotel with rich Chinese businessmen, and then you rent several pay-per-view porn on television. You get him really drunk. You ride his dick for like three seconds. He pass out. Olga watch lots more pay-per-view porn. And surprise, you take his passport and sell on street. That's Shanghai surprise. <laughs> That's great. So you've had a lucrative it's time there. Nothing like movie. Nothing like nothing movie. Nothing like really. movie. Yeah. It's been great. Shanghai surprise every night. Anywho, what do you think now, of Mike and Natalie? So you, this is this is stupid. So Natalie said in the end, she's like, I should be with older man. Of course you should be. 
No one should be with young men. Everyone should be with old men because old men die fast. This I is mean, true. Here's the thing. This is an Olga saying, told by, told by uh, Nadia Pudelskaya, Olga's mother. Ah. She said on her deathbed, remember, Olga, 50 is nifty, 60 is sexy, 70 is heavenly, and 80, they die soon and you take a wallet. That's good life advice. I have that, I have that above my bed. You know, I think that philosophy runs in Poodle's family. He feels the same way. Oh, really? He probably have disgusting gay sex. You know, Olga, Olga no like homosexual. I know, Olga, you don't. Gross. Just disgusting. <laughs> Anywho, that's what she needs to date older men. She only needs to be with older men. <clears throat> do you, what Anywho. did you think of Natalie rushing at the end? And uh, what did you think of her getting in the car at, at the last minute, getting in the car and going to the airport and trying to like be sexy to take Mike's mind away from the fight. She become like little girl. She become, oh, your mom, I love you. Your daddy love you. Your sister love you. Your dog love you. Your goat love you. Uh, you know what? In Ukraine, no parents love. You're lucky. You're lucky if you get hug from father on on christening that that's it that's all lies yep that, i thought that was no lies too yep anywho she crazy girl uh all i have to say when more <clears throat> one more thing to say about olga sorry i mean natalie sorry olga cannot uh, read right it's fine <laughs> it's fine olga i think uh i know <laughs> I can tell you re you did body shots last night, didn't you? You can hear you struggling. <laughs> Olga got Harvey Spatterstein voice. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, then she finally tell Michael to apologize. You don't know to apologize. Apology is useless word. When you say it, you could be you could be asking for a mink stall instead of apology. It's useless. No. That's all I have to say for now. I need to go down and get VD treatment before New Year's celebration. Oh, happy New Year's, Olga. Have fun. Dos vidanya. Bye. Well, okay, Olga I'm Rose. Back. Sorry. You missed it. Olga raised some good points. So. Um, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes there's a good one in there, I hear. Every once in a while, <laughs> Olga actually has something worth saying. Um, you know. <laughs> Mike got really upset. This whole, I agree with you, this whole, they're fighting in the car on the way to the airport. And then at the point where, like, she's doing her confessional, it was almost like out of the office. And you pan over and Mike's just staring at her like a sad little kid. <laughs> I think he's just done with her shit. I think he's done. Um, and she acts like a child. I think she's, I think she has, she definitely has some kind of personality mood disorder. She something's wrong. Like we said before, she's got like some something was I don't know something was really fucked up with this last guy that she was with, and I think even probably like we haven't seen her dad. I don't think she probably has a great relationship with her father. But don't you think something's just like mood wise wrong? Like she's unpredictable. Yes, she definitely is. <clears throat> um, she's. 
Yes, she is unpredictable, and I. But I think she's almost for me. It's all um, she's wound so tight with anxiety, like something bad has happened that it's oh. like this. She, she almost is like a scrambling, like cat <laughs> trying to a scrambling cat trying to catch a mouse or something. Then the way that she is acts like a little girl. Then she gets pouty. Then she's angry. Then she's trying sexy. It's just it, it's it's right. very like childlike. Anyway, I can see that. That's basically um, anyway. all that happened with them, at least in the Ukraine. Y'all, and then we cut to Mike coming home, and the first thing he's doing is drinking. Because why the fuck not? Uh, I also wrote down, and I don't know um, if I decided that Mike looks like one of those, you know, those old woodcuts of old men? <laughs> His yes. face looks like one of those. Uh, he like does. Like people carve out of wood. Someone said that's so true, and he combined with someone said in the Sissy Squad, he looks like um, like a, a a kind of bigger, kind of ogre version of that one judge from the from the Voice, the guy from Oklahoma, the country I have singer no, Blake Shelton. Yes, they said he kind of looks like a he's like a poor man's. I could see that Blake Shelton. I can kind of see that too. Combined with the wood figure you just described. <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of have like long beards and like stony faces. Yes. Yes, I agree yeah. with that. Um, I have to say, um, um, uh, and then I'm, I'm ready to talk about the, the Bojangles in the room if you are. I am. <clears throat> um, so uh, on Sunday, they make pancakes. On Sunday, they make pancakes. And, and y'all, Bojangles loves pancakes. And the, it's Sunday, we all <clears throat> have pancakes, and he makes them. And y'all, Bojangles... pancakes. <laughs> um, you barely could do that voice this week. It hurts. It hurts. Um, Bojangles is wearing a wolf shirt, y'all. And I feel like this wolf shirt... Probably is because I wouldn't be surprised if Bojangles told us maybe after the aliens can, uh, abducted him that he lived with wolves for maybe a month or two. I could see it. I think for um, sure. Also, we find out that Bojangles went to the casino last night and lost. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm sitting here thinking, what's the amount? It's got to be huge. Like he spent seven hundred dollars. Lost $25. $25. So now... Might you, need a withdrawal from the Bank of Mike. The Bank of Mike. Oh, man. Oh. But then, yeah. I have to say, Mike gets some of the best relationship advice, or just from, not even advice, when he talks to Bojangles, Bojangles what I love about this, Bojangles just listened yeah. Like a good friend. That's all he... He didn't try to say, you're wrong, oh, do this. He just kind of was like, y'all, t- take a note from Bojangles that when you're upset about something, or someone's upset about something, and they're talking, sometimes all you have to say is, man, I've been there, and it sucks, right. and I'm an old fart. Had a couple. Now, it helps. It helps that he's fried his brain on meth, probably. Uh, so he can't really do anything besides listen. Um, but he did say, I've had heartbreak, and I would just like to kind of flash sideways or flash back 
to when we meet Lady Bojangles. Oh, God. And who she would be and what this encounter would be like. And so this is, maybe this would be called 90 Days History. Not really 90 Days Theater. 90 Days Herstory. <clears throat> Herstory. So I'm going to be playing the role of Bojangles. Oh, actually. And I want you maybe, to play. You know what this is called? I'm interrupting you because someone said it for our Patreon, but we don't do that section anymore. This section is called 90 Days <laughs> If I could turn back time. That's Good what idea. it's called. Anyway, who am I so playing? I'm going to be playing the role of Bojangles, and you will be, be being playing the role of Lady Bojangles. Well, I'm glad this was discussed, and by discussed, not um, at all. I can be either one, actually. It's fine. Um, it's fine. I'll just use I just my... See, I will just use my improv training and just see what I can pull up with. I see these two as, you know, in Looney Tunes characters, when there would be like the Tasmanian devil, and then at the very end, there would be a lady Tasmanian devil. Yes. Who, the only thing different was a was some lipstick. It does make sense, actually. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and the scene is. Where are we? Say, I need to know the who, what, where. Or I can't process. We're at Dollar Tree. We're at Dollar Tree. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. And I'm looking at the off brand Kix cereal. Great. As okay. Bojangles. Okay, great. <clears throat> Come here often. Just when there's a sale. As <laughs> my kind of girl, really. <laughs> These teeth, I can take them out and suck your dick. <laughs> and scene. And from then, y'all, it was a beautiful love affair that lasted uh, in a Motel 6 for three days straight. Three days straight. Just high on meth, sucking dick, and drinking, drinking like Michelob Ultra. Mm-hmm. No, that's too classy. That is too classy. Um... Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Also, so, that noise you just made as in as Bojangles at the very end, never make that noise again. <laughs> Yo, I sound like an actual man. It's terrifying. Almost. Um, Almost. Anyway, someone's practicing their fucking violin. Give it up. Well, um, Mike says they're <clears throat> not engaged anymore. So who knows what's going to happen, y'all? Who knows? Put his ring on the shelf. He is. Instead of elf. Oh, Jesus. Instead of elf on the shelf, it's ring on the shelf. All right. Boy, I don't know what our listeners, the ones that have problems with sounds. I mean, (laughs) they're going crazy for you of this one. And it's going to sound like I'm slurping on a dick the whole time, too, with with this cough drop in. Your cumquat. Cumquat. Loquat. Loquat. Cumquat. Honey drops. Made with real cum. (laughs) (laughs) So did they not have any Western medicine? Like, have you not taken the ibuprofen? Uh, I brought some ibuprofen, but like, as far as Western cold medicine, you have to go to big, big, big cities and go to special pharmacies. All the pharmacies are traditional Chinese medicine. So you can't even get like Mucinex? No, you have to bring everything. Like, I didn't bring Mucinex and I wish I would have. 
people are going to learn so much from your trip of the way not to go to China. Y'all, China is hard. China is a large, largely uh, developed country, but is underdeveloped in so many ways, quote unquote, Western wise. Uh, well, although I'm an honorary citizen now. Oh, Lord. Anyhow. All right. Let's anyway, talk, let's talk about let's jump to our next Lonely Hearts. Let's talk about Blake and <laughs> Blake and Jasmine. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, I'm Jesus. Good. I'm good. Sorry, y'all. Y'all going to have to hear it because I don't have the energy to edit it out. I'm too beat down. All right. China's done in five days, y'all. <clears throat> um, tonight is All Everett's right. birthday. And yes, and tonight is Everett's birthday party, and I think the perfect gift would be for me to suck his dick. But I'm not there. <laughs> so We didn't see a lot of Joey in the episode, and that kind of pissed me off. We <clears throat> do not. Um Basically, it you know the, it really starts off well for them when he walks in the room and Jasmine the first thing just no high says, uh -huh. you, "You're gonna go like that," moving her finger kind that. Of up and down. Now, this is a question that no one ever needs to answer, and you never need to ask it because no, you don't ever want to hear the end of it. Just don't ask that question. You don't. I mean, men, he, women, anybody. He is wearing fucking sweatpants, but still. But that's what women, men do in L.A. Men they wear, do. like, sweatpants out. They do. I don't get it either. I still give you shit for wearing them to my house. Yeah, but I'm not seeing anybody. I'm just going to your house and then coming back. Thank you that I'm nobody. Well, no. <clears throat> <laughs> or you can say I'm comfortable <clears throat> with you. Um, let's talk about Blake and Jasmine. Okay, Blake and Jasmine. Uh, they, um, she doesn't want to go to any pre-things. She wants to go to dinner with just her. Um, she says, I am most important. We are most important. Yeah, she had to correct herself on that one. Because her, <laughs> her, her programming... <laughs> Y'all... <laughs> Yeah, her programming, she said, I am, we are most important. You know, kind of when you, oh, no. when you laugh right now, being sick, you kind of sound like Bojangles. <laughs> maybe, do. maybe Bojangles was a persnickety gay and then he went to China and it all went south. Or the aliens gave him something when they fucked his teeth out. That's probably more logical. Um, Y'all, <clears throat> I don't understand, and I want to ask you this, Poodle. I don't understand, where have we seen that they actually, both of them, even on Blake's side, like one another? Because they go to this dinner, and they're just sitting there, just sad, right? We haven't seen anything in their relationship that makes them seem like they... A, enjoy the same things. B, have a general fondness for each other. C, like, actually want to be together. Like, it seems it seems like a fake relationship. You're right. It's true. It's just like... I she... think that's why the friends don't get it. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I really think the friends would get way more if he said he brought somebody... Whose name was like 
Ricky from Indiana and they were getting married, I think that would be more believable at this point. Uh, yeah, Frank from Seattle. <laughs> yeah, or George. You know, because normally I would say maybe it's her magic robot pussy, but I don't think Blake's really into that. I, I, this whole relationship felt false for me from the beginning. Yeah, it feels super fake. <clears throat> yeah. Um, of course, it's L.A. I, wa- I also want to say, to respond to what Jasmine says, she's like, you know, why, don't we, why do we have to go to the dinner beforehand? Why can't we just go to the party? He's like, well, the dinner's more important than the party. Yes, when people have small, like, dinner gatherings, those are more important than big parties. They're usually invi- why- inviting the people they're close <clears throat> to to dinner. If you invite, if you are invited to, let's say there are five or six people and you're invited out to a birthday dinner, you go because that is an intimate time. People could really give a shit if you're at their birthday party. They're drunk. Isn't, isn't <clears throat> the last time you went to an intimate dinner like that, isn't that when you realized you had basically fucked everyone by proxy at the table? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> And by intimate dinner, you mean Saturday night at JR's in Dallas. <laughs> yes. 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 <clears throat> at 1.30 in the morning. I mean, yes. you've been intimate with all 30 people there, so same. Yeah. yeah. By proxy. Not all of them, because I'm not a whore. Just a defensive line. Just like four of them, and the other four had fucked the other 11. So you were just like HPV been around. It was like that, and the band played on AIDS special, where it showed all the all the connections. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, you know, all this right. is a little anyway. random, but I have to tell you something before we go forward. I right. recently made another Facebook Live video because I got lost in my parking lot again at work for about 30 minutes. I'm sorry. Honestly, I knew you'd find you out. Remember? So to... Why can't you just remember it? I was gone, and then I came back, and I couldn't remember what floor <laughs> it was. I just I don't have anything to say. You just need to do better. <laughs> All right. Um, she says to she first says like she's like I'm probably not going to the party, which <sighs> Jesus, which means she's you know not... what deal with me blowing my nose because I'm sick and I'm a trooper. And you know what? I noticed when they were having dinner, every time Blake asked her a question, like to press her on something, do you notice that she would pause and drink out of a straw like the drag queens <laughs> on Drag Race? <laughs> I wrote that down. But it, it was the longest, it was the longest take of... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, um, if you're... That's why you don't need to stop using straws because if you're on an uncomfortable dinner or an uncomfortable date, nothing will give you time to get your thoughts together. Then We're taking 10 minutes of straw time. For you toying with a straw, yes. It's important. Ladies, ask for a straw on your first date in case the guy's crazy and you need to think of how to get away. And you, and you need to like, you need to respond every time he asks you a question. You can take a drink on that straw. Exactly. Or, fold, or I, I enjoy playing with my napkin. That's a good way to yes. to stall time. Or going into the bathroom and getting on grinder and seeing who else is in the area. Exactly. And then leaving by the window. Exactly. And dipping them with a the bill. Everybody does that, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. That's just okay. normal human kindness. 
So Blake orders what I wrote down called a rosy Paloma, <laughs> which sounds so. racist. It, it looks like a girl's fleshy drink. It, or it sounds like maybe a, we're wrong. It sounds like a care a character like a cousin of Teresa from Passions. Ah, Teresa. Uh, breathe in, breathe out. You give me a life. You are the fire burning inside of me. You are my passion for life. I don't like it when you can sing higher than me. <laughs> Y'all, Poodle can't do it right now. I swear to God, I'll hang up. Hit that note. <laughs> <laughs> All the air that came out before it. <clears throat> anyway, um, so yeah, keep going. They missed the pre-gaming. They missed the pre-gaming. Um, <clears throat> she's telling him not to drink. Oh yeah. And first of all, if I hated this fembot before, I hate her so much more when she's telling him not to drink alcohol. Well, you know, I bet like, what's his name? Like, what's his name? Oh, who? The one who dates Darcy, who dated Darcy, who just came out like he was posting like pro Trump stuff. People were posting about what's his name, uh, Jesse. Huh? Jesse. Oh, Jesse was posting Trump stuff. Oh, you haven't Fuck. seen any of this. Oh yeah, all like yeah. I'm not being political, y'all. I'm just saying that was the latest news about him. People were going off about it. So don't come at me. I didn't say whether it's good or not. But anyway, um, he uh, he like you know didn't like Darcy drinking because he had like a big problem with alcoholism in his family i don't think jasmine is so fucking boring and uninteresting i bet her parents are probably wonderful she just doesn't want people to fucking drink for just quote unquote health reasons people become out of control around me and i cannot control them alcohol disrupts my electric system you know Um. She is so fucking bo- boring. If the Reverend Billy Graham was still alive, he would talk to her for like three minutes and say, bye, bitch. <laughs> we don't, he's a fucker. Um, <laughs> he would be done with her. That's our quote of the day. He's a fucker. Actually, you know what? Billy Graham, uh, by all reports, was uh, tried to be, because there was a big racist contingent in the beginning, and he tried to soothe that over. His son, Franklin Graham, is a complete fucktard. No. Awful. Uh, shouldn't say fucktard, and I'm only saying that because people get triggered by it with the <clears throat> R word. So I'm just saying that. Oh. Because I posted that once oh, about right. something else. So I, you didn't know that. I'm just saying that now. Thank you for correcting me. So, but he is a fucker. Billy Graham, I like Billy Graham. But yeah, his son's an asshole. Um, but yeah, but God uh, rest Billy Graham. Wanna, That's what I meant by I even say, somebody as nice as Billy Graham would be like, fuck Fuck this Jasmine. She's boring as hell. I can't. I want to take issue with her saying, you don't need alcohol to have fun. Um, maybe not as an eight-year-old. <laughs> but y'all, when you're over 30, life isn't fun anymore. <laughs> and alcohol helps a whole lot. <laughs> Alcohol helped a 16-hour bus ride. <laughs> it helped me not strangle a Ukrainian man who's in our orchestra when he was playing with Duolingo on his app. 
and it helped me not take his phone away from me and beat him severely about the head and shoulders with it. Were you just drinking your grain alcohol on the bus? That's what, yes. That's what alcohol, that's why alcohol is a miracle. Because it helps save that man's life. <laughs> so in, in summation, when you're, eight, when you're eight years old, you can have fun without alcohol. When you're over 30, it's hard not to. And, and I understand people who've gone to recovery, they've had to learn to have fun without alcohol. You have to learn. You, well, if you're sober, you at least got to have sugar. If you're sober and you don't eat yeah. sugar or carbs, I, you're not having fun in life. Sorry. Your life I don't sucks. Know what's gonna happen to you. I don't know what's going to happen to you either. <clears throat> or um, you smoke like a fucking chimney. It's true. Um, so, um, y'all, they get into a fight outside, and it's, again, boring because they talk to but each other a, like junior high. It's a passive-aggressive fight. It's a yes. passive-aggressive fight. No one actually states what they really mean. They just are trying to punish one each other. And it's so summed up by the way that like <laughs> this, this is the, there was three sentences that summarize this relation to me. Jasmine gets in the car and says, bye bye. And then Blake says, text me. And Jasmine says, <laughs> no, that is this relationship. <laughs> text me. No, no. no. Without emotion, too. I don't complain. Like, that was it like text me, and he was doing his passive aggressive kind of like, like bitchy, like enlightened straight guy. Like, come on, stupid. No, he's he said, yeah, he's stupid. actually more passive aggressive um, in fighting than she is actually. Uh, and I wrote down. He said, "No, stupid. You're supposed to be there." And I said, "You have no idea how close you almost came to death." Because fembots usually pop your head off. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> yeah. Stupid, I am not, I am an intellect of 22,000. Oh. Yeah, um, she's dead. So y'all, you know how, <clears throat> you know how you can, if you drive an electric car, and especially if you have like one of those Teslas, and you can plug it into your wall at home, and it'll charge, and it'll take like eight hours. But you, if you're driving, you can stop at like certain malls. They have those superchargers where you can get powered up in two hours. That's what Jasmine does. She goes to her sisters because that's a supercharge <laughs> for her, for her to get to reconfigured, y'all. That's why she goes to her sisters. Right. And she's told him, uh, as he says before she gets in the Uber, there goes your car that you don't need. Yes. Wow. He is way more passive aggressive than she is, which again. Make gives me more evidence that I think he might be a queen. I know. And then one, at one point, ja Jasmine says, he's a daredevil. Uh, no. I've never seen someone who's further away from being a daredevil. No, yeah, I think a daredevil doesn't need to wear a mask to perform <laughs> bad rap. A daredevil doesn't order a rosy Paloma. Harry Houdini was a daredevil. Um, uh, Super Dave. Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel was a daredevil. You know? Um, Blake just makes bad rap music. Yeah. Clay Aiken was a daredevil. This is yeah, not a Yeah, he said something about... She's like, he goes to bars and rampages. Uh, what is rampaging? Like ordering three drinks and passing out in the corner and crying? 
I think he just goes with those <clears throat> kind of rave shit. There's this, this again. You haven't seen it. This Instagram video of Blake and his friends, and they're just jumping up in their their hotel room and just like moshing the four of them. And it's it's as Liz Asty, our friend who, from the South, would say, it's foolishness. Foolishness. They're ridiculous. Um, I just want to talk about. So Jasmine goes to her sister's. I want to talk about her sister's makeup. <laughs> I was wondering. I I said that's quite a full face for the evening at home. <laughs> it was these washed out eyes, but the blush literally looks like she put it on <laughs> in the dark with not even a black light. It was disgusting. It was a lot. It was. A I lot could to barely focus on the scene, even though her sister was saying somewhat intelligible things i barely could understand it yeah i wrote who wears that much makeup at home yeah and no one no one not even dolly fucking parton wears that much makeup at home um the thing to me about this conversation is jasmine's going on and on about how blake doesn't care about her and he's not taking her feelings into consideration this is coming from the woman who says I don't care about him. Like literally everything she's bitching about, she's doing none of this for him. Yeah. I really feel like we're, we haven't seen, we haven't seen one single emotion from her. We haven't. I mean, this was kind of almost the most emotional of her being pissed, but it was like this whole idea of like, she said, I want to be a priority. And I'm like, honey, literally he is not a priority to you. And again, I go back to, she moved y'all from Finland, literally voted the happiest country in the world of 2019. So it's not like she's like giving up this horrible life. Yeah, it's really strange. I I still don't feel like she's, I know we joke about her being a fembot, but like, I still don't feel like we have seen her like be a person with wants and needs. No, and y'all. Maybe she's. Yeah, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Maybe I was going to say, maybe she has like, maybe, you know, you meet those people in life who just are kind of amalgams of who people who they think people want them to be mm -hmm. like influencers. And I don't know if there's anything there, which is what she wants to be an influencer. So that was well said. Yeah. Sorry if there's violin music coming through the door. y'all. It's actually pleasant to listen to. Can you hear it? Y'all, I just wanted to remind everybody, little... you're not, instead of don't pull over, you are not listening to classical music through your radio. That's just Jake's, um, Jake's. The person uh, next door. Yeah. I pretty much don't have anything to say about them, do you? I'm done. I'm done. Okay, y'all, let's take a little bit, let's take a break, and then we'll be back in just one second. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Okay, our next lonely. Do you have a question, Poodle? No. You made it. Oh, you made me. You, I was gonna. I was gonna take a break. I was actually gonna take a break for my voice, but thank you for going. No, right we on. just gotta keep going. This is sorry. This is, <laughs> this is like. The, this is like that high school. Our internet connection has been fantastic, and this is like when the the high school quarterback says it's time for him to butt fuck you, and you say just spit on it. It's gonna hurt, but we've got to no get through move. this. No lube, and because you don't know when the coach is going to come back. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I don't care if you're sucking on your girlfriend's tit. Just put it in my butt. <laughs> oh, God. She can watch. All right. So now America's favorite couple. Speaking of tits, but we're not going to talk about them. Tania and Sinjin. Sinjin. Um, <clears throat> and y'all, Tania needs room temp tap water. That is another thing about her. That we can just put on a list that says that's so fucking Tania. I hate her. You know, I I I think the difference you like is room temperature I like room temperature water. However, you wouldn't make a deal out of it. I wouldn't make a deal out of it. Tania would make a deal out of it, and she would say, "Thank you, room temperature water." Thank you, but you know what? That's when you have an astrologer come in and talk to you about your life. Daisy October. (laughs) Which, in some ways, is what they called me in college. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, they called you. My birthday's in October. They called you Daisy Chain October. <laughs> there goes Daisy Chain October. And y'all, if you don't know what a Daisy Chain is, you can Google it, but don't do it at work, y'all, because like, uh, what's her name? Pam is always. She's got a nanny cam on you. She gave she gave you that stuffed animal. That's got a nanny cam in it. She's watching. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Daisy, goddamn October, Jesus. Um, I just want to say, this, go ahead. You know why Tania got a a a, a psychic a astrology reading for them? Because she wants quote a stronger foundation. <laughs> and that's because how you nothing do it. stronger. Than a, a joint astrology reading, going just outside you, to build a foundation, outside of your relationship to build the foundation. That's perfect. It just tells you who she really is. God, I hate her. She <laughs> is so lost. I mean, I, I, she didn't. She read it, but she hasn't responded to me back to. Her. I messaged Sean Robinson and I said, "Girl, you better come for Tania at this tell-all because we done." She read Good. it, but I don't know. So maybe she'll take it into advice. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Daisy October. I feel like she and I forget her name, but since we dropped it this week, it'll sound. But the sex teacher from Love After Lockup, who taught oh, yeah. that, who teaches that girl how to do sex exercises, I feel like they went to the same school of selling shit that nobody needs online. I agree. I agree. Because Daisy, um, y'all, we are woo-woo. Poodle and I have the pattern. We have friends that do crystals. We live in Los Angeles. And yeah. we Even have, this is too much for us. This was not good astrology no. advice. This was the most general, I'm sorry, general, general, a, applicable to any situation bullshit. If your astrologer says that you're good at fucking and fighting, you need to get a new astrologer. Yeah, you know what? Because um, any bitch She's telling can tell you, you stuff that. you want to hear. Mm-hmm. A, a Chinese person could tell me that on the street, and I'd be like, "Yep, tell me something I don't know." Tell me, I'm just a Daisy October does not work for the fucking pattern because y'all, the pattern is nope. real. The pattern is real, y'all. Pattern needs to sponsor us. They do. I think they're that listening. Good, That's what I need, think. We need. We need to talk to somebody for the pattern. We need to reach out. It's true. <laughs> Y'all, if y'all want a certain ad or company or service to advertise with us that you come think would us. be helpful, come at us and let us know, and we might we might hit them up. Unless it's like Target, because I don't think Target or Chick Fil A they're not going to want to advertise with us. It's probably not Hobby Lobby. Not because Target's anti-gay. It's because Target's actually too big. Yes, yeah, too big. Yep, too yeah. big. Wouldn't even look at us. Yeah, and Hobby Lobby uh, doesn't want women to have birth control. They wouldn't so, like us either, no. Yeah, they're not going to like us either. They wouldn't like us either. And you although, know... I, although they have the best fake flowers of anybody. And Banana Republic probably wouldn't like us either because those are skinny gays that shop there and we're too fat <laughs> for them. Yeah, and don't call Zara because someone once at, someone once brought me a large and I'll never ever sit back in that store again. But you barely got the large off. <laughs> That wasn't necessary, but true. <laughs> you know, it's happened to me too. But now, Old Navy, come at us. Oh, Old Navy, I would do those for free. Kidding? You would have to pay me, <laughs> but I would do them very gladly. Very gladly. Um, okay, so let's jump back in. Y'all, again, we are woo woo, and this is even because, like Sinjin, hey, 
I believe in past lives too. However, I don't think Sinjin and Tania have really thought this through. <laughs> I've read I've read Many Lives, Many Masters, y'all. That's a great book. Fucking read that shit. Oh God. But I, don't go. think, I don't think they because I'm woo-woo, y'all, but I don't think Sinjin and them have read this because again, it's actually it made me think of when I watched this, I thought Poodle is so right in that so many of these people are searching for this magical feeling of yep. what love is. And that's what that's all that they they had that feeling when they met on vacation and get and I realized watching this, oh, the feeling is fucking gone. And instead of working in real life, they're just trying to find that feeling again. Yep. Because they're trying you're exactly right, because what they're trying to do is replicate like a love that's bigger than they are. Or something, yes. and everyone's trying to find their story, and it's just like we're scripting something for TV instead of sitting down and working at their problems, like talking about things. Yes, um, <clears throat> and like you just said, people want, and I've said before, people want the Notebook. The Notebook ain't real, y'all. The Notebook never happened. That was, that was Nicholas Sparks's idea and that was his deciding to get rich that was very cinematic when you said that because you said the notebook and then we heard like a minor (laughs) (laughs) jesus y'all get as as everybody's saying in the sissy squad hashtag bring poodle home (laughs) i'm just gonna be so i'm so ready y'all you know people have thought about organizing uh welcome parties for you at the airport just to make sure you're okay no, I'll hide my face. Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, y'all, I don't want to be met at the airport. That's like the worst feeling in the world. Um, so. I'm going to be, I'm going to be there in my Jackie O wrap and dark glasses. With the face mask on. <clears throat> yes. I, I'm just worried Trump's going to try to quarantine us. They might. They might say fuck I know. Um, um, so let's talk about that. Um, <clears throat> so Sinjin says. I feel like she's my soulmate. And today is like, um, I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. Okay. This is when you lie. This, this is, is when, when you, you lie. lie. Y'all, if someone says to you, someone confesses to you in the, di- you know, I don't believe in soulmates. I think you probably do. Um, I don't. Really? Okay. Anyway. If someone says to you, first of all, if someone said to me at dinner, I think you're my soulmate, as soon as they said the word soul, it would be like the the roadrunner. <laughs> I would be out that door that quick. <clears throat> but uh, if someone said that to me and I was interested in them, I would lie. I would say yes, because that's shit you can talk about later. Yes. You're, you're not... You can't just tell someone who says, I'm your, I think you're my soulmate. Mm, no, mine was someone else. Sorry. Sorry about yeah. that. Even, you're, yeah, you're done. Even if she said no to my soulmate, <laughs> the fact that she then said, oh, but I've had one before you. Right. And he was my first love. Again, because that's Tania's always wanting to make sure Sinjin realizes that She's like, she doesn't want ever Sinjin to ever realize that she needs him for any reason. And honestly, 
I could maybe, if they break up, and God hope they do, years later she could say, he was my soulmate, but she probably would never let him know that because she doesn't want him to have any power. Yeah, and that's the thing. You're right. She's gaslighting him. It's awful. Um, So, and he's like, I need a break. Yeah, yeah, which is good. And he's pissed. But y'all, we're going to... And then that was the best part of this episode. Is To me, it's just walking outside of that shed like a cat who's pissed himself. Just kind of <laughs> looking around like, where do I... Just wide-eyed, looking at the camera. Right. Y'all, if you ever want to completely devastate the person you're in a relationship with, use the Tania method. <laughs> this is true. And this that is, is saying, when they say you're... Honey, you're my soulmate. You know what? Mine was my first boyfriend. Devastation. That is yeah. like the equivalent of dropping a Hiroshima bomb on a relationship. It's true. It's true. <clears throat> like, it's like if 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 breaking if if ruining someone was an art, <laughs> Tania would be like Picasso. She would be Picasso. They would like build a, build memorials for that. <clears throat> She's awful. She's so so awful. I hate her. Hate her. Hate her. Hate her. Hate her. I don't have much more to say about them. I just have a, a red flag for anybody out there or, or just something people might want to process. But y'all, if y'all are in a relationship out there and you're saying someone is your soulmate or you're looking for soulmates, you might want to process that and yep. let go of your expectations of that. I think um, someone on the Sissy Squad posted this and I really enjoyed it. Um, if you're saying, if you have more than... So-and-so is my world. He's my world. In four months, you're not building a life. You're building a solar system. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember who said it, but I laughed really loudly at it. You did laugh really loud. That was good. All right, I'm done. We can go on to Michael and Angela. Don't try to say Michael. You'll not be able. Boy, this this is going to be a long episode. Oh, God. There were so many. There were so many. Um, We're getting towards the end. I don't know how many... (coughs) Maybe cray-cray people know. I don't know how many more episodes of this show there are. (coughs) Sorry. Um, I want to say there's like at least... There seems to be like 13 or 14. Maybe. And we're on what, 10? Yeah. 11? Oh, good. My my snot's now not green anymore. Great. I'm glad that was being... That's an update. Y'all want a health update? That's a health update for you, fuckers. If it was green, that's not good. So that's good. (laughs) It was green. What? I have a question for you. Out of everything, because y'all Poodle said he's ready to come home. You're done. Which, that's a good thing about travel. Makes you grateful from where where you live. If that you come from a good place. Sixteen hour bus ride yesterday was rough. What is yeah. the one thing that you that you've missed from the United States more than anything? Besides Dick. Dick is up there. If we were doing a family feud list, it would be like survey says Dick. One. <laughs> survey says two would be um ice. You just don't get ice in, in European countries or the rest of the world in general. Really? <clears throat> um, yeah, large drinks. Uh, when you order a large, it's tiny. Um, other things I miss, uh, being able to eat my own breakfast. I think I've talked about before. Chinese breakfast is different, y'all. It's like Chinese food. And sure. although they do have really good fried eggs and rice to eat them on, so I enjoy that. But um, 
I, you know what I enjoy? You know what I miss? I miss my own space because I've had a roommate for – he's not here right now, but like I, I miss my own space. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I don't know. I miss my life. You missed your life. But um, – oh, I know what I miss. The sun. We've had like three days of sun here. Oh. <clears throat> well, there you go. Yeah. But um, China's amazing, and I will say something about the Chinese people. They are so fucking helpful. Well, that's and wonderful. they want, and they're so hospitable. They're they're probably the loveliest people that I've ever met. They have zero personal space, <laughs> zero. They will completely. They have no line etiquette at all. They will completely walk in front of you. Oh well, <clears throat> they're from a very crowded country. But, but there's a hundred. There's one point six billion of them. So I guess you don't give a shit. I guess you don't. Yeah, um, but they're a wonderful people. They're a wonderful people. I love you, China, who the governor oppresses them. I mean, I love you, government. Definitely. We love you, China. <clears throat> don't come for us. Um, uh, y'all, let's jump into this. First of all, there was... Michael Mangela started with that really heavy Nigerian music. It was like, no, 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 hey, hey, no, no, no. Lady Smith, Black Mambazo. It sounded like, it sounded like, hey, no, 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 no way. That, what was that, Crystal Light commercial? from Rain Man? Or something like that. (laughs) I was like, what the hell? Also, I'm sorry, that first scene... Angela has fucking track marks on her chest are oh, ridiculous. It looks like crop circles. It's so bad. Like you spent the money on Botox. You can get <clears throat> make makeup forever has really great body makeup. Or you could go to like you could go to like Kato Plus and get a blouse that covers that up. Honey, she doesn't give a shit. The only thing she uses is Alme that uh, someone gave her one time. That her friend, who was in that pyramid scheme. That's true. <clears throat> That's true. Y'all, Angela, she's got tax-paying rights, y'all. Tax-paying rights. And she's going <laughs> She's going through that embassy, y'all. And not even ma- she's going to walk in. <clears throat> y'all, Angela probably paid $3,000 last year in taxes. Probably. If that. I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, I wish that was us. Um, <clears throat> right? And cut to 15 minutes later, she's out of the embassy with, and granted, even see her. she went in the embassy with her fucking track mark showing. So, you know, they're wondering what the fuck is drugs is this right. woman on? So, shocker, they I, wouldn't let her in. And she basically, she did the equivalent of like walking in and, and saying to Applebee's and saying, I had bad service last time I was here. So you owe me some free riblets. That's that was probably the true. That's true. And the, and she's basically said, "How are you gonna comp me?" And the, no, and the, the embassy did not do anything. And which now, <clears throat> I think like the uh, uh, the government or Trump, the Trump is like they're gonna do. I think a travel ban on Nigeria now too. People were saying, "Why this is coming up in the news?" I don't know. I've been kind of busy with other life stuff right now, people. So I really haven't been keeping up with the news. I just saw this on Sissy Squad. Wow. So this might even get harder for her, and she's going to get, people were saying, oh, fuck, Angela's going to walk up to the, the White House saying she's got a tax-paying right and get shot. Um, well, good luck with that. 
But y'all, she can make a... The thing that I think is the most laughable part of all this is they tell her she has to make an appointment and as they walk away, Angela says, I'm going to have to get on that computer and make an appointment. (laughs) And y'all, if the internet in China is so bad, if you're in Nigeria, you fucked. It's dial-up, definitely. And then then there's a hamster running a cage powering it. It's true. Anyway. Uh, So, Michael's mother really thinks that they are both going to get married in Nigeria. Yes, because she knows. And I think Michael's been probably feeding her this. So. Yes. I think probably (laughs) too. Um, what, cause they do, she does go to their Michael to his family, which I want to talk about that. But first of all, I want to talk about, um, you know what? Maybe we don't need to, uh, talk about this. Maybe this is more of, y'all, I think this is time for 90 days theater. And, <laughs> okay. and you know, I think I was planning on playing Angela, but since you actually have the voice for it. Um, I feel like maybe you should play the, play the role of Angela, and I'm gonna play okay. that that salesman in the back alley trying to sell microwaves. Okay, okay, good idea. Because so I feel like we're we're what... getting Michael's mother a microwave. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I wrote, I assume Angela is paying for it. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, we're it's customary we're in the store. We're in the store and that def- it's def- not tar- it's def- not Target, y'all. Define store for everybody. For everybody, you just find store. What did this look like to you? Um, uh, it looked like the bat. Something fell off a truck. Yes, it looked like it could could have yeah. possibly been the actual back of a truck that landed on the ground that they were yes. in. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Um. Anyhow, so uh. And scene. Uh, hello. How much? How much for this microwave? How oh, much hello. for this? How much for this? It is a uh, uh, f- uh, three hundred Nigerian currency. Wait, well, what is that? What is that? That is what's like, like not, not seventy-five dollars. Seventy-five. Oh, I can get this at Walmart for fifty dollars. I ain't um, paying that. Uh, you are not in um America, ma'am. This is what. I um I had to piss in a pot today and bring my own water to my own hut. I need this to feed my family. Well, I'm sorry because that's your problem. You're that's your problem because I you take me to the Nigerian Walmart, Michael. Let's go to the Nigerian Walmart. I'm sure there's one near here. Please, there's like six around my house. Please don't leave. I I I I, I am I'm hungry. My child, she has a she has a flu right now. I need to buy medicine. Well, here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw you this $50 and you're going to pick it up and you're going to thank me for it. Okay. And, and see. see. I mean, that's how that's how you bargain in Nigeria. Y'all, again, if that's not white American privilege in action, then I don't know what is. It's $50 at Walmart. You know what? The bitch is right. She but is right, though. He was trying Nigeria. to gouge her. You're in Nigeria looking for a microwave. I can't help you. And y'all, there's no one you need to impress more than your mother-in-law. No one. Than your husband's mother. 
15 <clears throat> anyway. is all I got. Oh, y'all. So they got, they got to get a tea kettle. Uh, for her another aunt. thing I will miss about China, I will miss the tea, the electric tea kettles. You just press that button and it goes, and it heats up the water in like two minutes. You know you can buy an electric tea kettle for home. But every hotel has one. Oh, oh, okay. Because of tea. You know what they have here? Oh, they God. sometimes will have Lipton tea in the hotel rooms. What the fuck? Maybe they. I came all the way to China to have Lipton tea. Maybe they think Americans want it. No, it's in every room. <clears throat> I don't know. What I think Lipton. Tell you. Someone on the squad do some research. Lipton may have bought out China. <laughs> maybe, maybe they did. Um, <clears throat> so they go to Michael's family. I mean, not too much. I mean. This whole thing with Angela having to cook and all that, I feel like that was just like, just for show shit. That was staged. And she was trying. She was trying. I think um, Michael's family, they are all beautiful to me. They are. His sister, I am a sister-in-law, whatever. She's gorgeous. I liked it when they said, so you now, as the youngest wife, and I was, and for a minute I went, Bitch, you need to get your eyes checked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's not. Or, or, is she blind? Is she like Helen Keller? Can she feel her face? Can she feel Angela's face? Something needs to happen. Yeah, because... But the, she meant the new, most newly married wife. Yes, she said needs to be humble and show humility. This is not Angela's yeah, wheelhouse. that's not going to happen. That's not... <laughs> that's like trying to get pood- poodle night at top. We're, I'm we, like, what is this? We're just going to look like two wet, <laughs> two wet dolphins sliding all around you out of water. <laughs> okay. That was the worst your, dolphin I've ever your made. Your dolphin sounds like a cat being <laughs> raped. <laughs> it does. Um, I do want to say one thing. <clears throat> Y'all, we get to meet Michael's brother, Rashid. Uh-oh. Y'all, it's huge. <laughs> It is, but he's in in this. He's too African for me. It's like y'all. He pulls down his pants and he has to hold it with two hands. And your your wrap your mouth drops and your tongue actually rolls out like a Looney Tunes cartoon. (laughs) But I think it's one of those dicks that can't get hard all the way. So why bother? (sighs) Oh no, because he. All about usefulness to me. Oh, to me, it gets, you know what? It gets hard enough. It gets hard enough to do the job (laughs) it needs to do. Y'all, it is, it is girthy. It is long. And it is just filled with semen for this human. (laughs) Oh my God. That was so much. I can't just handle it. I mean, anchors, anchors away. Put me in the Navy with this man. Anyway, y'all. Anchors away. Don't don't sing. <clears throat> I hate you. Anyway, um, although so everything was going great, y'all, until and Angela's just talking about her Botox with the family. She's giving the microwave, and and actually, Michael's let family is such a class act. I'm like, and we're gonna get into this later, but Robert's family could take a fucking lesson when you have dinner. Oh. Um, and then, and then 
which she, who again is gorgeous, and I was imagining his glistening cock, said, and you know what? If it doesn't work out, he can start his own family here. And then he kind of smiled and cocked his head. And that's when we heard that little sound from RuPaul's Drag Race say, Yes. <laughs> which means cunt alert. Cunt, cunt alert. alert. And y'all, and then Angela says something my father used to say. Oh, hell no. His ass is grass. But as my father would say, <laughs> Matthew, your ass is grass and I'm the lawnmower. <laughs> That's a strange thing to say from your father. Well, he's just making sure I knew why my ass was grass. I get it. I get yeah. it. So anyway, um, that's all I have about those two. That's all I have about those two as well. So we're going to see. Um, <laughs> let me let me quickly take a pause and take a tea break. I need to get more. Okay, more. y'all, we're going to pause. All right, y'all, we had to take a little break for Poodle to make some hot tea. Some more Chinese wellness tea with orange peel. Oh, great. <clears throat> um, when, while Poodle is doing that, we get I get little alerts and we. And I'm going to read, since we released our Patreon episode this week for free, of uh, uh, I want to read a comment because y'all, we talked about Larry not eating, not eating the food of his girlfriend in the Philippines. Oh yeah, we'll let you on, yeah. And some, and Krista Calvin, I love that name. Krista Calvin said, that analysis <clears throat> of Larry was spot on, Queens. He should have eaten the pork. The first two times I went to my mother-in-law's house, she made salmon. I hate salmon, but what did I do? I ate the frickin' salmon. Not one person knew I didn't like it. It's what you do. It's what you do. You stuff your you stuff yourself. Even if you have to go like go to the bathroom right after and puke it back up, that's what you do. Krista Calvin, you're a warrior. <clears throat> you're our you get our weekly sissy salute. Sissy salute. We should do that every week now. Our our video is on, and y'all just should have seen how feminine his salute was just then. Um, you kind of took your hand and put it over your head like this. <laughs> oh my lord! Of mercy. <clears throat> yeah, it was like oh, I declare. It's true. <clears throat> it's true. Let's move on to um, Emily and Sasha. Emily and Sasha. <clears throat> um, not a lot happened with them, um, except for someone said this in the squad, and it's on point. Emily has turned into Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. One hundred percent. That hair it really bothers the me. Hair and also Luna's <clears throat> actually smart, but just seems dumb. But Emily's just stupid. Emily's just dumb. Um, I she's they're in Portland, and uh, I want to. This is really, really. I noticed this for the first time. I don't think we'd ever seen Emily walk before. Mm-hmm. And when she walks, do you guys remember the McDonald's commercials of Ronna McDonald? Uh, she walks like kind of Grimace does. Grimace is kind of like one foot in front of the other, like, goop, 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 goop. Like, take a look again. Or maybe Birdie's more appropriate. Like, her feet just go, whoop, 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 whoop You know whoop. what? Like, you're like a, she had just learned how to walk yesterday. You're a fat kid that you know all the characters from McDonald's. Oh, I know them all. Robble, robble. Someone just tried to sneeze, and I'm not going to let him by with it. I, well, I held it because I didn't want the audience to have to hear my bodily functions. <laughs> well. But that's okay. You're sick. I'm putting it out there. 
Um, anyway, y'all, where they are, it's it's. I've actually <clears throat> been in that rose garden. If you're ever in Portland, they have one of the best rose and Japanese gardens in the country. It's beautiful. Um, I highly recommend that city. I love it. Um, so they're walking along here, and I actually thought this was kind of cute. I thought it was cute that Sasha didn't know what ASAP meant, and she was starting to get offended. But she said ASAP. Oh yeah, and he's ASAP. like, what does that mean? He was like, uh, yeah, sure. And then the producers used it as like a weird like fake out on one of the uh, things. I didn't love that. Um, I thought it was cute. We don't see a lot of lovable moments between them. And it made you realize, okay, well, maybe they do somewhat like each other. Uh, who cares? Um, so then they do go back to South Bend, Indiana. And as I'm sure has been said many times... I'm really sad to be back in South Bend. <laughs> it's true. Um, but, you know, a great way to cheer yourself up, and I know a lot of sissy squatters have been posting about this, <laughs> and they're just ready. Y'all, it's time. It's time to talk about... Oh, my. It's, oh, my. It's time to talk about Greta's oh wedding my. wear, y'all. <laughs> oh, I'm, it's so, I'm so glad you guys are here. Oh. Welcome to Greta's. Welcome to Greta's. I am Greta's. This is. I am Greta's. This is my place. This is my oh. place. Oh, oh! What a beautiful bride you're gonna make. Oh, oh my! Basically, oh, oh, Greta is. She's the hero of the episode. She's also basically a poor man's Kim Basinger. <laughs> I have one better than that. She is. Y'all remember the movie Donnie Darko? She is the crazy old lady from that movie. <laughs> the professor lady. Um, the one that Jake Jones is trying to find. But you know... But this, but Greta wears more lipstick than this woman. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I imagine they probably... Bold doing, lip for the day. Bold lip color for the day. Uh, yeah, Belle, because you know they shot this in the morning because they wanted to get it in. So this was like 10 in the morning. Yep. That is... That's a choice. Greta, another another interesting thing that Greta says is, we always let the bride choose. Oh, my. Well, I loved it because it was kind of Greta's way, that way of like, back the fuck off, Betsy. Betsy. It was shade and it was purposeful shade. <laughs> and I loved it. I, I loved I loved Greta. There's also a trend that I don't really necessarily agree with. And maybe it's a real trend. Uh, and Greta's like, these over here are more of like sexy bride dresses. But I remember Annie said the same thing, that she wanted a sexy bride dress. Is uh, that a thing? You know, we haven't owned bride dresses. Actually, that's not true. Jake and I both do own bride we dresses. Both own, but they were given to us because, and we wore them because we were singing, I'm not getting married today. From I company. got mine at Goodwill and yours was given to you by one of our girlfriends who left her husband and said, take this shit. Yes, and yes. you fit into it, um, and well, I had to be sewn into, sewn into it partially, and it looks good, y'all. It's sleeveless. It's huge it's, train. It's a sweetheart cut. I saw her get married in that dress. Anyway, um, so y'all, this is where I feel like it. I I don't know. So let us know if sexy dresses are the thing. But to me. I think it's Greta's mission in life 
to be a sexy woman at 9.30 in the morning on Wednesday. <laughs> I feel like that's what Greta's, Greta's going to find sexy. Some people find find the light where the dark is. Some people find the happy where they choose. Oh. Greta finds the sexy wherever. Are you looking at Grinder on your phone? No, I'm texting. My roommate says, what's the room number? And I'm texting him. Oh, God, y'all. <laughs> we got to hurry up. He's coming in. Um, <sighs> y'all, y'all don't even know. He, his roommate was, Lord, drunk in the bathroom, talking about why am I <laughs> ugly. Jake almost had to suck his dick. He got a room. It was fine. We got it. We got it all good. It's all good. Anyway, um, so Greta, hero of the show, and I love that even Greta, <clears throat> Greta says, like, this was uncomfortable for me. When she right. was like, the tension was a she knife. Was. This was uncomfortable for me. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. These these are sisters. And, of course, Betsy's being a bitch at at first. And then this is this was literally just an episode from Say Yes to the Dress. They've had this before. Sisters fighting. The first dress was horrible. It was horrible. It was. Too it much lace. Terrible. It hated the sleeves. I mean, so I agree with Betsy. I, I agree with Betsy. Um, if she's getting married on the beach, the beach will eat that train of that dress. Well, and I honestly didn't even like the second dress. And Jackie Wiseman talked about that. That none of those dresses were a beach <clears throat> wedding dress appropriate yeah. dress. And Betsy was right. Betsy was right. She was. A, a more a more casual dress would have been better for a beach wedding. As Greta said, the friction was bad. But, the friction but, was really palpable. But they both seemed so sweet. See how that's shady, y'all? See. But anyway, um, they should let Greta host the tell-all. She would destroy... Oh, I would love that. She would destroy Annie in like three minutes. <laughs> um, anyway, y'all, but just like every episode of Say Yes to the Dress, they fight, and then as soon as they put on the fucking veil, that's when they all fucking start they crying. Oh, it's real now. Oh. I'm like... Um. And but but Betsy did get in a really good dig near the end when she says, "Well, you got the right dress. Hopefully, you got the right groom." Oh, the shade that drips off of Betsy, I can really appreciate. And as they walked out the door, Greta said, "Thank you, and we don't have a return policy." <laughs> <laughs> you know she did just at the last minute, just to every remind them. Final. Well, every sale's final. Thanks. Love you. That's really all that happened to them during that, right? Yeah, there were a lot of short segments this time. They covered almost everybody. They did. <clears throat> so let's... Um, let's... <clears throat> I'm going to let you choose. Do you want to do Annie and Robert, or do you want to do Michael and Robert Juliana? Robert and Annie. You want to do Robert, Robert and, Annie? and Annie? You want to do them first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, our next Lonely Hearts, Robert and Annie. They're, they're with their sister, Robin. And y'all... They're going to go meet uh, Kenny. Kenny. But first of all, I want to talk about the woman driving them in that Uber. That's a fucking PA, y'all. I wrote the same thing. I said, where'd they find this woman? She's associated with production. I think she was the same. I think she was in that in the Caesar episode in Mexico. <laughs> y'all, she was wearing like a, this nice fitted blouse, these cute pants. This is not what an, a Lyft or Uber driver, maybe Lyft, yeah. this is not what an Uber driver looks like in Winter Park, Florida. I agree. Or wherever the fuck they are. 
Very Winter Park, but like she she looked a little too bougie. They're going to look Park. like Robert, or if they're a woman, they're going to have like troll dolls or some type of collectibles in their car. Or beanie, what is that? Or like a what Beanie Baby collection. It's going to happen. Y'all, the Beanie Babies in Uber, if you drive for Uber, the Beanie Babies in your Uber freak everybody out. Everyone, please uh, let, let them go. You need to know. You need to know this. You do, and you need to. You need to stop with it. You're allowed one Beanie Baby in the back, and it can't be in the center. It just needs to be off to the side somewhere. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. Put it on your. Um, <clears throat> don't put it on your front thing because it's weird. <clears throat> it's not for the air fresheners in the car. Ugh. Oh, I hate that too. <clears throat> um, so y'all, anyway. they go in the restaurant and not that I'm psychic, but y'all know Poodle and I do have, Poodle and I do have certain gifts. As soon as we seen, we saw Robert's brother, Kenny, I literally wrote, y'all, Robert's brother, Kenny can fuck. And little <laughs> did I know that that was going to be proven true later. Seven. Seven, seven children. Seven. Seven children. Um, Kenny's not necessarily hot, y'all. And, and, Maria's, and Maria's voice, seven from seven, Music. Seven. seven. I think he probably has BDF <clears throat> a little bit, but it doesn't matter uh, because he can fuck. It doesn't matter because I, I think he probably has poor choices in he probably makes a lot of poor choices in life never uses condoms never he's that guy y'all that fucks you for like 45 minutes and you're just laying on the bed just i mean wetter than a broken dam and he gets up goes to pee and then comes back for more so the thing that i was bothered by was this is a not necessarily i mean i'm gonna defend annie a little bit that this is the first time she's meeting kenny and Kenny, I felt sorry for her. Yeah. Kenny was not Southern. He was a all. dick to her. He, he was, was a, a dick, dick to, her. to her. I mean, what? imagine if you were Robert. So imagine that you're very stupid. Um, and, <laughs> and you brought your Annie to meet your mother. What would mother kind of things Annie. would Mother Poodle say? Well, first of all, Mother Poodle, um, this would probably be on the night before our wedding. <laughs> Because I wouldn't want want too much happening before that. Um, Mother Poodle would sit there and say things like, well, Annie, what kind of things do you do in the Dominican Republic? (laughs) And she would, she's like, I cut hair. I cut hair. And she's like, oh, that's nice. Could you cut my hair? Oh, no, I can cut whole lady hair. And then my mother would say, well, that's nice. <clears throat> but uh, she would she she'd give her the benefit of the doubt, and then she would slowly say things like, um, "So, what are your uh, do you have a lot? Do you have some money saved up from your time in the Dominican Republic? <laughs> well, what are your intentions? <laughs> what are you going to do after you're married?" <clears throat> and then when Annie would go to the bathroom, my mother would say, "Well, she seems real nice." I just, uh, I just don't know if she's, um, I don't, I don't get a good feeling about her, <laughs> which, which means, yeah. Which means you're not going to get married tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, but if, 
but she would be ple- she would be pleased as punch. My mother would be so kind. And then and then after it was over, she was like, Oh god, what kind of a freak is that? So she would destroy her. <clears throat> oh yeah, but she wouldn't tell her. Anyway. It, so, y'all, it went as terrible as you can imagine, though, because, um, I mean, Kenny just goes after her. I did feel sorry for Annie. She's like, it, it, it's just, it went bad to her talking about them being cheap and him being like, why are you well, You're cheap, too? You're cheap, too? Yeah, it did not turn out well. I still think this family needs to look up what the word cheap in the dictionary means. I don't think they actually know what it means. I don't think they know about dictionaries. <laughs> Fair. I think Robin does, but she's like, she's too beat down to look. And I think Robin, honestly, is very much on Annie's side. But I think not necessarily because she probably loves Annie, but because, y'all, Annie's probably the best one out of all the bitches Robert's brought around. And she's just like, Brother Kenny, ex- this is the one. My mother, Mother Poodle, has a word for these two men in this family. They are trifling. These men are trifling. They are trifling. And trifling basically means so set in their ways that they're going to run things. They're going to tell everybody how to do things. And just they're more tr- trifling means that you are more troubled than you are worth. This is true. That's what that That's means. a good word for it. And that is Robert, you know, because Annie says, and Annie is right, where she's like, Robert lies to me, tells me lies all the time. He's like, what lies do I tell you? And she literally, because I forgot about this, she said, you have told me you have three kids and you actually have five. What the fuck? And that's where we find out Kitty has seven. <laughs> By how many different women? Like three or four? You know what? Probably, I bet it's at least eight, because I bet one of those kids came from two women. He just did it. He's just so fertile. He knocked them both up and they had to share the fetus. So imagine if you are God and, and imagine. So imagine one of the babies probably miscarried. I uh, mean, oh, he's so probably got way he's more. Fathered, and he's fathered more than that. Probably at least a dozen. <clears throat> and you know, so at, Kenny, Kenny doesn't know what a condom is. Y'all No, ever. never met a condom. He liked, and you know what? Probably <clears throat> not, maybe it doesn't fit. I don't know. But, Which um, means he's a selfish dick. Yes. It means he's a horrible narcissistic <laughs> person, I bet, because yep. he's not responsible. Because, you know, I bet you he's not responsible for all his kids. But I don't know. Come yep. at us, Kenny. Just don't come in then, me. You'll get me pregnant. Then Kenny says that basically says at the end that Annie could have been a streetwalker, which is just too much. That's just mean. And that's when, like, <laughs> you're just trying to make her hurt. Yeah. And... I, again, I just felt so sorry for Annie, and she said in the, when she walked out and was crying, and I thought, I was like, damn, that's true. She's like, uh, he talks to me like he doesn't love me, and I was like, no, honey, he doesn't. Yeah, he's, he's uh, the, what, what attracted him to her, her to him is she looks good, and she'd make a good mom to his kid. And she probably had a magic pussy because she's freaky in bed. Yeah, freaky, deaky, deaky, deaky. And... I have one more thing to say about this, and then I'm done. I don't know if you have anything to add. No. There's one thing that shocked me the most of all of this, even more than the okay. seven kids, even okay. more than Robin defending her, was when Ro- or when Robin was defending her. What shocked me the most 
when Robert said Rome wasn't built in a day and it was actually a correct usage. That's where my mouth dropped. Um, I also thought this was funny. And, and I said, your relationship with Robert isn't Rome. It's more like Reno, Nevada. <laughs> Small with lots of tacky things. And built on a lot of false hope. <laughs> and, and, and broke. Yes. That is, that is true. <clears throat> That's true. Rome wasn't built in a day. Wow. More like Reno wasn't built in eight months. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I assume Reno was built pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Mob, y'all. Don't fuck with the mob. <laughs> we love China and we love the mob. We love the mob. I love myself some monsters. Oh, don't kill us. Love the mob. Um, okay, let's move Speaking on. Of, I just gotta say one thing about my 16 hour train ride oh, yesterday. God. Oh, funny, you haven't, ride. you haven't brought that it up. It was yet. long enough that I could watch The Irishman <laughs> <laughs> all the way through and not have to start it several times. <laughs> you know, you're on a long flight <laughs> when you can watch The Irishman and kind of be riveted and have nothing distract you. Did you really watch it? Yes. Did you like it? Um, I liked most of it. I, I like Scorsese movies. It was violent. I loved, this is to me the best that he's done in years. But I understand why people don't like it. I understand why people say it's boring. If I would have been at home, I probably would never have finished it. But I was on a bus. For 16 uh, hours. So what else do you do? You know, I feel that way. Our friend Lindsay said that about, a little bit about that, about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with some Tarantino movies. Because they're long, it's better to see those in the movie theater where you have to sit through it. Because if you're at home, you'll get distracted. I agree. I totally agree. That was sissy, you would not need, me. You would need to see, you would need to see uh, Irishman in a theater, I think. All right, there you go. On the other hand, if you guys haven't seen Marriage Story, you need to watch that. Y'all, because. That's my favorite movie of the year. Poodle and Maddie movie reviews. If y'all want us to do movie or movie <laughs> reviews, let us know. Come at us. We'll be like Siskel and Ebert, but we'll be... Well, but you you have no taste, so... <laughs> anyway. We'll be Siskel and she's a bitch. All right. Exactly. Let's move on to Michael our and Juliana. last Lonely Heart. Michael and Juliana. <laughs> y'all, finally we get some Max and Cece in this episode. Oh. The winners of this show. Uh, so Michael's having a douchey bachelorette bachelor party with three people, him and two guys from Indiana. Some, his friend Matt and, uh, or his brother Matt and this guy Clay. And y'all, that guy Clay was kind of cute with that beard. He had really bad Indiana hair though. He had that weird little tick in the top. But if he had a baseball cap on backwards, you would want to blow him. Oh, in a second. We uh, would we would go to like we would go to um uh we would go to maybe like uh uh like a like a Ruby Tuesdays ah uh, yeah and then I'd blow him in the car park yeah or yeah definitely parking lot mm-hmm. and then Matt or maybe a Nymphas maybe a Nymphas <laughs> that sounds good mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway uh, um yeah that was a very boring bachelor party like literally his brother just gave no Mimi. We would go to Mimi's. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Definitely Mimi's Cafe. Yes. 
God, they have good bread rolls. Oh, they are so good there. Anyway. It's funny how I can match what 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 restaurant I would go out to with a guy. It's another talent. That's his talent. Then we get a little bit of Max and Cece, and I love that Cece is nervous, and but again, she's old enough to distinguish and say, I'm nervous, but it's not anything about Juliana and Dad. I'm just she's just nervous for the moment. Again, the emotional intelligence I wrote that down too. And these kids like she has more emotional intelligence in her eyelashes than Robert does. <laughs> I I agree. Um they are the most enlightened children I've ever seen. I also saw Max kind of looking at Juliana in her wedding dress and he was thinking, gotta say this is my mental spank back for later. <laughs> Probably. I can't wait to jerk off to my stepmother. To my hot stepmother. Because <clears throat> uh-huh. even he said, too, when and Cece said she was nervous, he was like, eh, it fits with our family and others won't understand. Oh, well. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, this kid. And then I love <clears throat> it when she, he just surprises Cece and says, yeah, I'm going to speak. And she's like, you're going to speak about what? And he was like, you'll, you'll see. see. I was like, ooh. I'm very much looking forward to this wedding. I need to know Max as an adult. He's either going to be really weird, really gay, or like a really cool straight guy that's really comfortable with gay guys flirting with him. Uh, I think I think he's going to be weird. Because kids who are usually that... Um, uh, who don't have to... Who are that grown up as children are a little weird. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, y'all. Anyway. So Juliana doesn't have hasn't hasn't talked to her family or her texting, but she has I think Paula and Cozy 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 Yeti Cozy. Um, it also and they're being lovely with her. Uh, seems like also that Michael had two tuxes. One was the aspirational tux. I I actually understand that. You know what? I actually put this makes me <clears throat> this makes me love Michael a little bit because uh-huh. y'all. We all need an aspirational tux. I would do that too. Can you imagine the the? Can you imagine? I don't use this word often, but I feel like it's really going to be appropriate. If you ever get married, you're just going to be a cunt. Oh yes. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not you, Cunosaurus Rex. I'll oh, walk around with these little Cunosaurus Rex arms. It just. <laughs> <laughs> just skinny and just hungry, roaring and screaming at people. You have oh, I, I won't celery eat for, for days. Oh, months. You have celery for ten months, and that's I'll get it. my I'll get my jaw wired shut. <laughs> you will, you will, um, because y'all, those uh, a wedding isn't a wedding is a day. Wedding pictures are forever. It's true, and when <laughs> it's true, and when you my, can write that down, you don't want to look. You do not want to look bad in your wedding pictures. You don't. And when Michael said, "I have an <clears throat> aspirational tux," and then I'm wearing the real one, actually, and I put, I wrote, "I feel seen." Oh, well done. I feel seen. As many think about it, how many times have you wanted to wear your skinny pants, and how long did you leave them hanging up in there? And you just they're still wear there. Them. Yeah, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Y'all, I still have those sides. I have one. I have one sport coat that I'm just. I'm never throwing it away. I, I've got a <laughs> pair of like Z Cavaricis from 2002, and I'm like, one day I'm gonna wear those again. Z Cavaricis. Mm-hmm. I think I got them at the buckle. Oh. Anyway, y'all. 
Everybody um, loves the buckle. So Juliana is crying because I wondered if this was, I don't think it was fake or not, but you know, she said she didn't want to tell her family about the wedding. Or they, she didn't want her family to see the house and all this. So I'm like, and I'm sad. I know you're sad you're not there, but also didn't you want that? I, I'm, I'm a little, uh, uh, concerned about this too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying she's being fake at all. Um, <clears throat> but it's a little weird. I, 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 I think she's just going through emotions like a bride does. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh go ahead. I think when her friends started sending all her messages, it was so sweet. She looked gorgeous. Um, um, her, her, also, her, her friend, friend Michael, Michael oh, yeah. can get it. Her friend Michael can get it. Her friend Michael can get it. Ooh, he can get it. I wanted to bring this up because y'all come at him. If you're in the sissy, y'all, if you find him in the sissy squad and find his Instagram for me, we're going to send you a free fucking mug. Ooh, he can fucking get it. Oh, find that motherfucker and you get a mug. I'll get the fifteen ounce one, not even the twelve ounce. I haven't had sex in twenty days. Oh, it's true. <clears throat> and you can't pack pack lube in your luggage because it'll just get everywhere. So you just been dry dicking <laughs> it for three weeks, just like sandpaper. <laughs> oh God, don't make that note. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, anyway, y'all, um, I think, I think that's really about it. Then we, they kind of leave it with this cliffhanger. Like she's inside St. Crying and saying, I don't know if I can do this. Y'all, she's going to fucking do this. This is fine. They're getting married. Don't worry about it. They're officiating. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Y'all. Y'all, they have the most success of any of these people. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think that's all I have. I think it's all I have, too. Really? Um, yes. It's only a three-hour show. It was only a three-hour show. <laughs> um, Poodle, what letters are we on? We are on, I believe, P and Q. Are you sure? Because we did N and O. We did N and O. Right? <sighs> yes, we did N and O. Okay. I'm certain. All right. Well, you fucked up the other time. I don't know about that. Um, uh, I have mine. Um, Yo, you found somebody? <clears throat> yeah. Are you P or Q? I want to be P. Okay, great. <clears throat> then go ahead. I'll be... I'll be Q. Y'all, it's time for our sissy shout-outs. And before we do this, we just want to remind y'all, you can find all our other podcasts at sissythattalk.com. And while Poodle's Um, looking, and don't forget, Sabrina is coming out tomorrow, y'all, on the 24th. Sabrina's launching, so binge that show and binge Bitchcraft, because when Poodle gets back, we're going to recap it all for you. And this season looks amazing and gay. I'm going to be jet-lagged as fuck. So Y'all, get ready. We're not doing Riverdale anymore. We're pretty much done with that. But you can bet there's going to be a lot of secret scenes in Sabrina. Ooh. Oh, yes. There's Y'all, Satan is back, and he is crazy and homoerotic. Satan, 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 Satan. All right. My sissy shout-out 
goes to Pamela. <laughs> no, I got it. Pamela Fountain. This is to Pamela Fountain. You know what? I was looking at peas, and I was going to pick Pamela Mountain as well. I mean, Fountain. Fountain. I mean, Fountain. Fountain, it's, it's you not, whore. It's not Mountain at all, I promise. Um, so, um, Pamela Fountain uh, is a mild-mannered mother of four. Um, she, she's, uh, she loves, she lives on the farm. She loves milking her cows. She loves slopping hogs. But you know what people don't know about her is she's actually a drag king male impersonator for Rod Stewart. <laughs> Have I told you lately I'm Rod Stewart? You. <laughs> you can do that better than me today. You feel my heart with gladness. <laughs> Take away all my sadness. Ease my trouble. That's what you do. But her voice is lower. Oh, okay. Then you're. So she's performs as, um, but she doesn't perform as Rod Stewart. She performs as, um, uh, <laughs> she performs as Rod Blewett. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and she plays in all the gay clubs. Um, they, for some reason, they love Rod Stewart, uh, where she is. I believe she's somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Anyway, so she does hits. And the weirdest thing that happens is when at the very end, at the, with the coupe de theatre of her show, she takes off her, she, she real reveals that she's a woman and shows her breasts. Like that movie, just one of the guys. Yes, that just like she goes, just like Drew she goes, Barrymore. She's got, she's got tits. Anyway, she does that every night, and uh, and then everyone everyone's surprised, and everyone screams, and then um, uh, and then everyone gets drunk, and everyone goes home. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Pamela Fountain, sissy squad, sissy shout out. Okay. <clears throat> Y'all, sorry, I can't talk anymore. Well, just listen now because my sissy shout out, y'all, my sissy shout out is uh, is um 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 Fenton Fenton Bonton Fenton okay Fenton Bonton or Bonton that's not a word. Well, the, the, his last name is, and this is a male. His last name is Bonton. Okay, with the B, but Fenton. But I'm saying Fenton is not a word. No, it's a drug like fentanyl. Fenton, yeah, it's a real word. <laughs> fentanyl. <laughs> Just All right. To, if, if you explain these drugs, y'all, and Fenton, y'all, he is Fenton is from. He's um. He's a, a Texas kid originally living in California. A lot of people don't know that the reason he uh, moved to California is because he still believes there's gold out there. And he is panning for gold daily. That is what he works at. He works at a 24-hour Starbucks at night. And then and everybody knows him as the guy always with extra cream. At Starbucks, that's where you get your cream from. <laughs> and then in the morning, he's out there all day panning for gold. 
And when he pans for gold, he likes to whistle at it and sing uh, and sing kind of old, kind of like Hank Williams Jr. songs because he thinks that's going to help the gold rise to the surface. I thought you were like songs like old America things like I've been working on the railroad all the live long day. Well, this song is sad. I don't think so because when you say that um, Fenton is not white, so that just sounds racist now when you say that. <laughs> so thanks. Thanks for ruining this. The rail- uh, working on the railroad is not a racist song. Well, but um, all but lastly, then what people really need to know about Fenton is that y'all he is building a virtual world uh, instead of instead of it's like instead of uh, what's that shooter instead Call of Duty, it's called Call of Cheesecake, and it's a role playing game <laughs> of the Golden Girls where they're just looking and shooting cheesecake. Y'all, and that, I love that. That's the game that a lot of people don't know, and he believes that he he believes that's actually going to be the way he gets rich. Y'all, that's Fenton. And the catchphrase is uh, "Picture it, Sicily." Exactly. <clears throat> yep. Y'all, and that's all right. Our, that's the show, y'all. That's our show I have for no today. Voice. I have no voice. I hope everyone is pleased with how much I gave. I can't give anymore. You know, and we just had a new, I got an alert for a new Patreon member. Y'all, props to Patricia Hill, who just joined our Patreon at the $15 level. Thank you, Patricia. And that, that brings, makes up for the one who just switched it from 15 to $5. That all the time, y'all. Y'all, I, can, <laughs> I, I can't come for y'all because so many of y'all in January have been like, Downsize down, and you know what? I don't blame you. We all got to do what we got to do. I blame it, but I will say it takes a piece of my soul every day. <laughs> I understand it. They've got to stop. They've got to stop sending me notifications. <laughs> I don't want to know. You don't want to know, but y'all, y'all can join <laughs> if you're. This is our free podcast, but you can listen to our Patreon episodes where we do. Um, uh, we do back episodes of 90 Day Fiance, and we do the watch-along video where you can watch us watching the video. We do Buy Curious. Buy Curious. We have we don't know what our Buy Curious is for next month yet. Or February. And we're going yeah, we to have to do it. that when you come back, so get ready, bitch. Oh, Jesus. So y'all come at us. Let us know what you're thinking for Buy Curious. We can do something for you. So you can find, again, we've got Bitchcraft. We've got Dear Maddie. We've got... We've got Riverdale, but let's be honest, y'all. I don't think we're going to do any more Riverdale. So, because that show's horrible. So, and we got Sweet Tea. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's so bad. We got Sweet Tea or Southern Charm Podcast. And Poodle, where can they find merch if they want merch? You can go to sissythattalk.com. Great. Yeah, and you just click on the little merch tab and you get that. And last but not least, I just, y'all, I could you, do some cameo. I just did some cameos naked the other day because I was about to get in the shower. Ooh. When I realized I had to go do a cameo, so I covered myself up with a blanket and did it. Rose, no yeah. one wants that. I, they didn't see me naked. I sacrificed. Y'all, y'all can come at us on cameo. I'm at DMAT Mar and Jake's at uh, Jake It or Fake It. And I think that's it, Poodle. Anything else for you to say except for... Y'all, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts out there looking for love? Yes. And if you decide to get a 90-day fiancé, call call us. us.
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.